Alright. Let's do a three, two, one. Perfect. Alright, good. You with me? Yeah, I think so. The other thing we can do is have fake hashtags. And we can see that way it'll it'll document like let's say we do hashtag wicker basket in the middle of episode seven. Right. right? <laughs> hashtag wicker basket that's not a fucking real hashtag, but people are going to hashtag it if they listen to episode seven and if they get to the middle of episode seven. You know, there's no, like, find a hashtag audio-wise and transcription app. I mean, there might be, but there probably isn't. So are we just going to be having a conversation and then full stop someone says a hashtag? I think we. Sh- I think one of us should just squeeze it in somewhere. Or if, or if we're feeling it from... Uh... Like just from a conversation, like hashtag Bunsen burners. <laughs> yeah, I mean that works too. I think it's funnier <laughs> if it's a random ass hashtag. Like you get in the middle of a fucking conversation about how the spring thaw is happening here, and I just stop in the middle, and you go hashtag win- winter basket or wicker basket winter basket. Why wouldn't I say hashtag spring thaw? That's what I'm known for. <laughs> I know it is what you're known for. Oh my god! Ah, uh, I—that's really high concept. And <laughs> can I tell that story? What with Mark? Yeah, I mean it's not much of a story. It's the best story ever. So we're we're all at work. There's this guy. We're just going like, into it right now. I'm just gonna tell my version of it, which is we're all at work. This is where I I, I met Guy Lee years ago. Um, we're all at work together. There's one guy who works with us um who doesn't really talk to a lot of the employees all the time he's kind of a quiet guy he does his job really great at what he what he does you know kind of day in day out sort of dude just standard awesome person you want there older than us um and i think maybe probably the thing that backs it is like a lot of those guys you know there's there's like a lot of people on that team don't really like joke around a lot they're not you know that's not the type of thing it's not the type of you know whatever so this is this is my my background with this so i'm i'm thinking you know whatever this guy's in the back doing his job being quiet like stoic normal like he always is and i think you were fucking vacuuming um with the canister vacuum with the ghostbusters vacuum yeah, the fucking backpack vacuum. I'm like, I'm almost positive. Either that or you vacuumed like five minutes later. But like, you know, we're we're closing the store. We're getting ready to wrap up. And you just go. And and Mark is ignoring everybody. You just go, and But there are like four people like kind of hanging around, kind of silent. And you just go, hey, Mark. And he looks up, doesn't say anything, just looks at you and goes, you go. Excited for the spring thaw. <laughs> and that was one of the only, probably one of the first times I saw that guy even crack a smile. And he just, he was just, you broke him down. It was perfect. It's just like, he broke characters is the thing that happened, which was amazing. And he was just laughing and shaking his head like, you're insane. 
what is that comment but didn't but didn't really did, he didn't even say anything to that did he no he like laughed for a minute shook his head and i think he just walked back to the room I, yeah he walked away and that was the whole thing that's why it was amazing oh god oh that's that's that goes on my list of top life moments Ah, oh, man so good um so so yeah um you know hashtag life moments <laughs> full circle right there i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna do that to you and then like but don't we have to say at some point like what the the like which is the the real hashtag anyway you know what actually should happen before anything people who are listening should hashtag the hashtags at us so we fucking know they're listening that would ha- that would help me a lot because right. we know you're listening. We and just don't know we don't know who you are. And it would also help like to track when they start listening too. If someone jumps right into like episode eight or episode six or something, and they reference a hashtag in there, then right. then we know that that was from that episode. Right. So it's like, oh, hey, welcome aboard, whoever you are. Right. Also, we gotta um, you gotta you gotta probably lasso me in a little more i think on some of these stories man i i tell stories that last like 20 minutes even i'm like dying well, to not hear my voice no your your stories are okay it's your free form rambling yeah, yeah it's like yeah. i don't really think the weirdos showing up at your work and you looking to give them a, a pay stub was a story as much as it was like a stream of consciousness it really was a stream of consciousness and i gotta apologize i I think i probably zoned out during it because (laughs) it's not like a conversation where i have something to contribute about two random machinists that like to Uh. sneak under the like cover of night so i just kind of have to give you your space until you end and see where it goes that's a good point yeah so i mean when it comes to stories there's a beginning middle and end but yeah when it comes to i don't even know what that is I'm just gonna kind of give you some uh, some leadway and see where it goes. I'll try to reel you in or jump subjects if it gets unruly, but yeah, I'm in the same boat as the listeners on some of those stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are, and uh, I mean, I like that you at least with that story, you were like, "Way to tie it in." I thought you weren't gonna completely and... forgot what set set us on that course. Had no idea, and that's like that's like what what almost puts me on the spectrum sometimes people are like what's wrong with you and i'm like i don't know i just that's how i think but um yeah um oh i had a question for you okay um this is great that we save like i i kind of save most of my questions that i would normally text you now i i save them and write them down um kind of quick so that I can ask you while we're doing this instead. Right. Um, so we, we were watching um, this documentary last night, which was awesome. I really like this documentary. It's the one on Netflix with the food chef's table. Is that it? Is it, is it a series or is it a, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Chef's the, table. The one with Massimo is the, have you seen them all? I haven't gotten through the first episode. Oh, dude! I, I I love I love food documentaries and documentaries in general and food porn and and I was I couldn't get through that it was like that first episode with that French guy or whatever I I just I I never went back. 
the uh is there a different episode that's if they if they might start with a french guy i i don't remember but they've already got like three seasons or something on it it's insane so i watched um oh, which reminds me i gotta tell you about that other documentary anyway uh i watched the this one about um the swedish a swedish guy last night um can put it on to kind of try and reel me in and you know where i'm <laughs> not like a like, child with add i put am, on his am, program I, he's got to relax <laughs> she did she like she like made sure i had a beer and i was already eating and she like she like put, like literally held me and she was like just watch the first five minutes of this oh my god and i was like <laughs> okay and then it starts off with this guy and he's got a side 900 and i looked at her and i go I didn't know what she had put on, and I just go, is this in Swedish? And she goes, no. <laughs> and I was like, okay. But, like, within the first... Within the first four minutes... No, sorry. Within the first 20 seconds, maybe even less, I knew that it was in Sweden. No one had said anything. There were no words. There was nothing but, like, two shots... And of some guy getting into a car, and I was just like, "Is this in Swedish?" And she's like, "No." And I just knew it was in Sweden. Um, it was really good, and he has some sort of, you know, '80s Saab 900, which totally. I, I was like, "You had me at '80s Saab 900." I'm gonna watch this entire thing, even if it's four hours. And that's the takeaway you had from it is the car that he drove. No, and no, it no, takes no. place in Sweden. It takes place place in the Arctic Circle, northern Sweden, and wait, which chef was it? I don't know. It's like maybe the fourth episode for a season. Um. Anyway, it's he's got long hair. Yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. Um, the the restaurant's in the middle of Magnus nowhere. Nielsen. Yeah, that's him. So, and, and the best part is like I'm not gonna. I mean whatever spoiler alert he fucking uses dairy cows as meat cows because they're not like in his words monsters who have been like kind of bred for just producing meat right so retired dairy cows which is like he he said it in a way that like he's the only person doing that and i know people in the states do that like smaller farms do that to like kind of supplement their meat and stuff like that and you don't want to waste an animal so it's like a retired dairy cow is like i i think a lot of people just um uh, what they what they usually do is they'll they'll use most of the animal for ground um which i guess is probably the downside of that whole thing um anyway so I watched that episode. It was really good. But I was thinking about, you know, because you're in that business, effectively, I was thinking, does do you watch these things through your editing lens always? Can you turn that off? Uh, n- I mean, not completely. Like, when I started and I was a PA... I had to watch cuts down every night. Yeah. And it would be multiple cuts over the course of a few weeks of the same episode. 
Mm-hmm. So you really get to see how the how the how the sausage is made there, and realize that in the docu and reality unscripted world, it's like it's very scripted in that they're frank inviting people the way they talk and everything, right? For certain shows, so you can see how they're they're forming the story and everything, and mm-hmm. kind of know because you deal with the raw footage when you're ingesting it and everything, kind of know where the bodies are buried. Right. So then if you're wa- like at lunch, we'll be in the break room or whatever and, and watching TV and like watching someone else's reality show or challenge show or whatever like that. Right. And it's like totally like, Oh, they, someone did that. And it's like, it, you you really pick up on all the, all the little things that you're familiar with, but, right. but a good documentary and stuff, I can still get behind and lose myself in and shit. It's just gotta be on a subject that I'm interested in. And it kind of right. has to have, like, kind of a fresh, like, its own lens that you're you're looking through it. So it engages you. Because there's, right. there's a lot of half-assed documentaries that, right. that pe- I, people can just make on subjects that are really interesting, but maybe they don't have the best ability. Or they have awesome ability, and the subject that they're trying to make really, like, pop on screen is just dull as fuck to me. Right. I, um... So I I agree with all that. I think I think that's uh, that's kind of what I thought. I think uh, of how you were thinking or looking at the stuff. But like I think in my mind, I still thought that you could kind of you could turn it off if the quality was good enough. I think that's exactly what I was waiting for you to say. Yeah, I mean, if, um, if something engages me enough, then I'm going to turn off left brain and engage right brain or whatever it is, you know? Right. So I'm not I not being a critic when 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 I'm focusing on the content. Right. The the thing that I find interesting, like the that this is a do, it's a documentary se- series, right? Yeah. They have the the single thread that holds them all together is format, really. So they're formatted kind of identical. It has the same feel, and they do such a good job with that feeling, right? Whatever evokes that feeling, um, the presentation is done in such a way that has this um, almost like orchestral buildup, right? Right. Um, So that is the part that I really do like. I like the story, and I like that it's not necessarily over-dramatized, but there is something that feels non-documentary-like about the the dramatization, right? Right. Um, well, I mean, yeah, there's there's a complete difference between documentary and unscript and like reality shit. So, a documentary series would hopefully be unbiased, more fly in the wall, while still being able to be artistic. Reality right. is just more like hoping for drama out of semi unscripted shit. But that can, right. the, the margin for error on on reality being trash and and actually good is much higher than the than the threshold for like documentary stuff do we have a um a, a retro word for um reality such as uh i'll make the correlation between uh shop and technology like oh. like reality isn't reality no they i mean they call it unscripted now yeah that thank god um because 
calling it reality TV is so funny. Um, right. I mean that, I think that <laughs> lasted for like five years into the two thousands and then it became like the primary bread and butter of, of TV channels and networks and stuff. So it changed from reality when everyone realized that, Oh, you know what? Whatever fucking runs house or Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne show isn't really reality because they just keep putting them into weird situations that the producers right. thought would be hilarious. Right. Very strange. Um, yeah. So anyway, I really do like that. I really do like that, that, that chef show. Um, what's it called? Chef's table. I think it's a chef's table. I think you might be right. Um, I think the, it, I believe it's, it's by the, the guy or the people who made, uh, hero dreams of sushi which was a really good sushi documentary hmm. if you haven't the, seen it i have not seen that it's awesome the, the guy um the, i can only remember three episodes off the top of my head that i've seen now the one i saw last night with the swede um the there's one that starts with like parmesan cheese um <laughs> that one that one's the one you should watch that one's fucking really good. I, I think, you know, any good any good um any good production is only can only be as good as its focus and its characters, I guess. Uh-huh. And uh and Massimo is the name of the guy who is the Italian in the that starts with the one that starts with the Parmesan Parmesan cheese. That guy I is the, f- I think that's the first episode. It might be, yeah. That's, that the, guy that's is, the one I didn't get past. That's amazing because that guy's a character, yeah. and and I, I think he. I realize I understand why they start they they open with that guy because, you know that that guy's personality should be enough to capture you for the entire series. You know what I mean? I think that episode is done very well, and it's a good story. You know the whole how he met his wife, all of that stuff is in there, right? You know, so it's it's a little bit it's a it's a little bit love story. It's a little bit love for restaurant story. You know, it's got a good it's got a good vibe. And then there's another one that I saw, which is some guy in the um, Hudson Valley region ish sort of. And that guy's personality also comes out pretty seriously. And he just kind of seems like a dick. Um which is fine, you know, it's very serious about food. I think a lot of times maybe that kind of goes hand in hand. I I worked for when I was 19, I worked um at Turning Stone Casino at a private restaurant. And uh, it was a private French restaurant and there were only f- I was one of four servers in the entire building. Um so it was very small, catered and uh our chef was a total douchebag um like asshole extraordinaire i he made me i mean he basically made me cut my hair i had like long hair and uh i had gotten hired basically because i had long hair because the guy who hired me was like i used to have long hair he was like the wine uh the master sommelier for uh for the restaurant so that guy hired me and wanted to like teach me about wine and stuff. And I was like, you know, I'm like 19, right? And he's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. I was like, okay, great. Um, 
I think because we were on an Indian reservation, it didn't matter. Um, but I, uh, I, I, I distinctly remember the not all the chefs having attitudes. The the line chefs were very nice. Um, the sous chefs, I guess, and then the head chef was just such a douchebag. Um, but yeah, and they all fucking smoked. What the hell's that? Why do all chefs smoke? I have no idea. I've never worked in the food industry. I couldn't handle it. I did like uh-huh. a night or two working at the the like the food counter at the Hibernian Hall in Albany, but that uh-huh. was basically just like plopping food on a tray and then filling a beer up. Jesus. Um. Oh, that other documentary. Before we move out of documentaries, um, which we already kind of have, but um. The other documentary, I think, did I t- I told you to watch the the one the running one, right? The marathon one. I watched that the the Barclay or whatever it is. The Barclay marathons. Yeah. How fucking good was that? It was good. It was good. That was one of the ones that it was a really interesting and, and really well executed. It just could have, it could have helped if they had either different cameras or uh, like uh, maybe a like a colorist to 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 actually make them look nicer. But the the subject matter was like got you past all that. Oh, the su- the subject matter, like, not not even got you past it. That is what was so interesting about it. I'm so glad you watched that. Um, it's called uh, the Barclay Marathons. If anyone wants to watch it, B A R K L E Y. I think it is on Netflix. Yeah, it's still there. Are you um, are you able to look at stuff online if I if I send you a link, or not with the with us talking? Uh, we could try. I changed the cable, which is what I thought um, okay. was the if biggest go, issue. If, if you go to the uh, the plan document we were we were sharing yesterday, I, I added. I <laughs> yeah, I'm in it. Yeah, I, I just added a link there. Uh, it's I'm looking at just houses online in in my neighborhoods and whatnot. I'm never okay. I'm never gonna buy a house in LA because I don't have seven hundred thousand dollars to buy a one bedroom. But I'm looking at this one, right. and it's you have to experience this. This is insane. It looks like a hoarder just died, and they did the minimal of cleaning up before they started taking pictures. Because you'll get to it, but there's they took a picture of the kitchen, and in the foreground of the kitchen is an aerosol bo- bottle of Black Flag ant remover, which is not a good sign. And then the next picture is a room with an American flag, a bunch of cowboy hats, and about a dozen old wood radios from the 1930s. Uh. And then there's just like a bunch of random bathroom pictures, and then there's a bedroom with a spring bear bed frame and a bunch of shortwave radios and, and like amplifier decks. Oh my god! Are you looking at this? I can't. I can't look at more than uh, I. I pulled it up. I see the outside, and I went to the first room picture. But every single time I click through a picture, it tries to load, and I lose your audio. Okay. So I need to listen to your audio. Um. Yeah. I should explain that. Um. It, for anyone who cares, uh, I live in the middle of nowhere. I do not have good internet. I do this. Um over a skype call 
I kick everyone out of my house. I do not allow other people to be on my in the house. I turn every device off Wi-Fi except for the computer. And uh, that is how I record this podcast and stay in sync with you listening. So it is full-blown garbage. But I just sent it's... you a picture of the radio room and this weird-ass bedroom on your phone. Oh, on my phone. Perfect. Um, oh, that's what I should have done to begin with. I should have looked at it on my phone. Um, the, the, the house is like that. I can't believe that house is that price. Like that's $650,000 is, is absolutely bonkers. Yeah. No, it doesn't make any sense. Like I, the, the house that I love, okay. Love, 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 love. You should just buy it for me. $274,000. It's on just over an acre which sucks for Vermont. Usually houses are on like 10 acres. Um, but the house is fucking perfect. It's beautiful. It's ready to move into. Basically, no one's been living there for like nine years. It's been like a um, a rich family's kind of getaway for a while. But it was the rich family became rich like by being in dentistry and shit. And they fucking live in the the... The couple's retired and they live in Hawaii and I think they were just coming back to like ski in the winter and stay there and shit. Um, but that house is so cool. I fucking love it. Ugh. And I want to live there so bad. Yeah. Um, or I want to live anywhere, I should say. Um, that's not a rental property. Yeah. I would, I'd very much like to move into an adult home. And, and just put my money towards owning a property. And by an adult home, you don't mean a retirement community. I mean, I'd do that too. I like if I could find like a good one where they're not too old, you know, and they'd let me. Dude, in. dude, they those stupid things have all the homeowners association shits and like. No, I'm not. My... I'm not talking about like a like a uh, adult neighborhood. I'm talking about like a retirement community. You really want to move to a retirement community? No, just take all the problems out of it, man. But then everyone will be like, ah, Andrew's the strapping young lad, and you're going to make, everyone's going to, like, ask you to, like, get, you know. Open jars and get things from the top shelf? Yes! (laughs) I was trying to think of something even more, like, extraneous than that. Like, reach behind the, you know, clean underneath the... I don't know the 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 refrigerator and try to get like you know the granddaughter's boondoggle or something. Well, yeah, I'll get the granddaughter's boondoggle. How old is this granddaughter? Uh, ten. Oh, well, I mean, she's got little arms; she can get it. But that's the point: is the grandmother wants the boondoggle to be displayed where it was on the magnet on the fridge because they do stupid things that don't make any sense. Wait, when you're saying boondoggle, do you mean the... Uh, the thing that you made that's the art project? Yeah, the little plastic lanyard thing? Are you talking about, like, the grandmother's 20-year-old granddaughter's boondoggle? Well, that's where I was going the first time, but the, then, then it turned out the granddaughter was 10, so that was weird. You ruined it. No, you ruined it because you put an age on it. <laughs> Actually, that would be a very somehow probably a really good way um, for you to find like your dream woman is if you move to a retirement community and then like 
just oh. just waited for grandchildren to show up. <laughs> just waited for waited for old grandchildren. Like you know, I mean, we go to like Kim's grandmother's in a retirement community. She's eighty seven, and you know, um, we're you know right. thirty and twenty nine. What if you know? What if Emily's granddaughter in California showed up and she was 25 and was like, hi, Grandma, I'm going to go to the beach later. Yeah, you've caught up to the conversation I was having five minutes ago. <laughs> All right, fine. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I... You were having a conversation with yourself. No, uh, we, we, we usually have the same conversation, just about different topics most of the time. That's yeah, it's true. We do. I. I mean, we. Uh, that's probably the the most fun part of our uh, our relationship in general is we go through lots of different conversations, and I don't know if anyone's ever on the same page. Yeah, but it's fun. It's the journey, not the destination. Right. I. Uh, <laughs> I want to tell you a story about work real quick. Um, oh shit. So. We're on like a, a, a 20, 24 floor building or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we have the 16th and the 17th floor. Mm-hmm. I work on the 17th floor and we also share it with one office that's not affiliated to 16 or 17. Uh huh. And the 16th floor is where all the executives are and like the really important people. That's where they have the meeting with the networks and everything. So all the people who, when they need to shit, come up to the 17th floor to shit in the 17th floor bathroom. So we have all the people on the 17th floor shitting in the 17th floor bathroom, all the people on the 17th floor who aren't affiliated with our company shitting in the 17th floor bathroom, and all the people from the 16th floor who don't want to shit near the boss's office shitting on the 17th floor. We also, I've noticed, taken notice the past year or so, have a lot of people coming down from the 18th floor who don't work for our company just to shit on our floor because they're ashamed to shit with people they work with. Wow. And I've noticed them, and I give them the stink eye because I know they don't work on this floor. And I, for the longest time, I just retained it, like, like, like kept held myself back from saying anything and like just complained about it with all the other people that we're working with, and we all we're all upset about it because you don't, you're not ashamed of taking a shit somewhere unless you're taking a shit and it's the most vile thing in the world. So these people that are coming down here just bring the worst bodily noises and smells and, and just take up everyone's time in this, in this few stalls that we have that we have to share with three other companies. So I got into work. Well, I, I had left a sign saying, if you don't work on this floor, don't shit on this floor. And then someone destroyed it. Uh, like within 20 minutes of putting it up and like ended up ripping it up. So it just said, don't sh- or shit on the floor or something like that. I was Ugh. not, I was not happy with that. So I got to work, I think like last week or the week before. And I was like really amped up. I had like run in the morning and then I, I, I rode my bike to work. I get right off the elevator, still like breathing heavy and stuff and feeling really good. And I see this fucker come out of the bathroom and go to the stairwell and that was the last straw. And I get to the stairwell, and I open the door, and I see him walking up a flight to the 18th floor, and I, like, just confront them. And I must have looked like a lunatic because I was sweating, and my hair was all crazy, and I was just, like, pointing at him and, and yelling. And basically... <laughs> what did you say? I, I said... I, I started with hey, a really strong hey. And I pointed at him. And I was like, 
you got to stop coming down here. And then he tried to offer like a half, like, what are you talking about? I wasn't, I was like, I know what you're doing. You got to stop shitting on our floor. Stop coming down here. And I was like, you and all your boys. And I named his company. And I, I, the rest of it was just me yelling and cutting him off. It wasn't really, there wasn't a lot there, but I ended it by saying, I'm calling all you out. And I felt really strong about that. And I walked away and I haven't seen him since. But wow. the, the next hour or so after I had yelled at him, you know, like that adrenaline high when you like confront someone, I was like, I was like really feeling, feeling like I, I did God's work and shit. And then, uh, you start second guessing, like, did I sound like a lunatic? Was I, was I just a rambling madman yelling at him for like using a bathroom? I don't regret it, but at the same rate, I was like, I wonder what he was thinking from his side. I feel like that's a that's a that could go either way. That's a fifty fifty. Either that guy's like got his routine down and it's so subconscious, maybe, or it's so the, like this ingrained. guy is there in the morning and he's there at about three o'clock in the afternoon too. I've seen him. He all, does a all, double. He, oh yeah, he's always down there. Wow. Well, you confronted the right person, then. right? Um, and then I, I I told him him and his boys. I was calling him out <laughs> like I. Like it was like West Side Story or something. This is, you know, you can't you can't write stuff this good because this is so real life. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. We we have a similar issue with the bathrooms at work, but it's I mean it's different enough. But there, why is there always, there's always a bathroom issue? Um, I, God, one of the biggest reasons. Actually, let me just say this first. I I, I applaud. Your confrontation, I think that's the right thing to do. I don't think you're crazy. I think you need to put your foot down. There's identical bathrooms on every floor, right? Yeah. No, every floor has bathrooms. But they're identical. Yeah. So so that makes no fucking sense. No, it's it's the people who don't... It's the same reason that people come up from the 16th floor to the 70th floor. They don't want to shit around their, their bosses or their betters or whatever. Like, Why are they not going downstairs? Why doesn't everyone go one direction? Well, 16th is is our company, and that's where our executives are. So the assistants and stuff who work on that floor don't want to shit right next to the boss's office, so they come up to the 17th floor. Fine. Whatever. The, Why don't they go into the, 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 the 15th or 14th? Because those aren't, that's not our, our company. Our, like, apparently, the people that work for our company understands those, those boundaries. The people coming down from 18 don't work for our company. So they're sneaking and just shitting on our floor because they're disgusting individuals. Why don't they go upstairs? I mean, I don't know. Maybe they are now. Maybe I scared them upstairs. <laughs> that would be even better. Like rats in a flood. Oh, is that how that works? Well, I mean, if it's flooding, the rats need to go up, right? I guess. Is that it? Did you make that up or is that an idiom? I mean, I don't know. I feel like there's something that's existed from from what I said there. Just, I might have been paraphrasing. All right. I am going to go with idiom. Okay. Um, hashtag idiom. The, the, the bathroom thing is, is kind of a serious issue, I think. Um, we don't have to talk about bathroom stuff so much, but I will say my – I've gone kind of back and forth typically with job to job to job to job. I'll let, let, uh, I'm going to let my dog out. She's whining. All right. I'll be right back. All right. Back. 
Oh, I was also going to say, and granted, we had a lot of uh, a lot of nothing going on in the first part of this recording. Yeah. Um, but I was I was going to say, do you want to try to shoot for like 40, 45 per episode? I mean, we can see where we land. Uh, I'm, I'm fine with just kind of seeing what we would end up with. I, I'm down with that, too. I've had a couple complaints thus far, though, from random people who probably I shouldn't have asked to listen at all. Um, you know who you are. Um, I want to give a shout out to Bill's mom right now. Oh my God. How great is it that Sherry was listening? Oh, she tried. She told us she tried. That's all I ever want. That's all I want from anyone, (laughs) you know, but only, only people of like, uh, it's so, that's such a beautiful thing. You know, like people of our generation don't try. She tried. Also, Bill commented, he goes, I think my mom possibly, he, he says mother every single time he talks to, he talks about her, which is funny. He's like, I think my mother possibly loves you as much as she loves me. Uh-huh. Well, you, got, you went to their family reunion, right? I've gone twice now, I think. So I, I show up for, for family uh, um, Columbus Day weekend, which is not it's a native native people's weekend now. All right. Um, so what I was going to say before is the bathroom thing. We've gone, I, I've gone from job to job to job over the years. There have been great bathroom situations and there have been atrocious ones. Um, I always kind of have to sync my, my system to the job I have. My current system is to try as hard as possible not to use the bathroom at work except for normal like peeing so i i can't i can't shit at work it's just not a thing i can do um just because there are two bathrooms and there are like 30 people and it just doesn't work right like that doesn't work the job i had prior was somehow 10 times worse. There was one bathroom um, and maybe, I mean, at most five employees, six employees. But the big issue is that we have all the customers and it's one bathroom for all the customers too. So that wasn't working either. Um, So I exclusively go at home. It's my that's my thing. I only go at home. Since when? Since these two jobs. I mean, like I could be out and about. I mean, I have no problem going outside. I mean, I, I remember that's you, what you mean. ruining shit, uh, ruining the bathroom at at Apple. I mean, <laughs> every once in a while, when it's the end of the day or something, or the middle of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a system then, all right? <laughs> I have a system now. Um, but, like, I would, at my last job, I would rather go outside. Put it that way. That would, That's the situation that we were with there. The job before that, working at the distillery, best possible scenario you're ever going to have, ever, period. Well, it was just you alone on, like, the night shift, wasn't it? Is Well, not always the night shift. I usually worked doubles, so I would go in... I'd, I'd be there the whole day, but 
I was there usually during the middle of the week when no one else was there. Right. So I'd have the place to myself, and as long as I didn't schedule it around the time when we were getting a, a UPS delivery or something, I'd lock the doors. I'd, you know, go upstairs. I have a fucking view of the the Manhattan skyline um, except for the the lower battery area. So I didn't get to see um, the World Trade Center or anything like that. But I'd have fucking a view of Midtown Manhattan. Well, this was also after 2001, right? Yeah, but... So you weren't were... able to see the World Trade Center regardless. Well, no. They call one World Trade Center the Freedom Towers. But they still call it the World Trade Center. Okay. The Freedom Tower is not called the Freedom Tower. They call it the World Trade Center. It's called One World Trade Center. Anyway. Oh, that's the address. But that's what fucking people call... Anyway, it doesn't matter. I couldn't... I can't see the... That building was in the final stages of being built while I was working there. Um, And it went from, like, kind of not a building to, like, a full building within kind of really not that much time. And going from being, like, lit up at night with, um, like, kind of scaffolding lights to being actually lit up for real during that entire time I was there. Uh Um, So it was kind of cool, like, whatever, if I took the bus in late and I was walking. Because it was so hard to get that to that part of fucking Brooklyn from, uh, it was in the Navy Yard, so. so. Do you find a good view is important when you're using the bathroom? No, not at all. I I feel like confinement and silence is fantastic when I'm using the bathroom and coffee. Um, but I I don't know. I those little things that kind of add to the uh, I don't know adds to the whole experience. Like if I'm if I'm out in the woods and camping and stuff like that, I want a nice view. Wait, are we still you... talking? Wait, are we still talking about? bathroom or are we just talking in general you want a nice view when you're camping i'm talking about shitting in the woods right okay now. you want a nice view right like the like nice the redwood view. national parks for example that was very nice <laughs> <laughs> isn't wait isn't the better story of that day getting across the bridge what bridge san francisco oh where we didn't have any money we had no money for the toll. That was the second time that I had done that, too. You told me. You told me the whole time. You were like, I can't believe I've done... This is the second time I've done this. Like, they don't take credit card or anything like that. It's it's a fucking... It's a... It's it's in the tech, like, capital. It should be a... They a, still a don't tap- take credit cards. I know. I'm aware of that. It's absurd. It's a, it's an absurd comment or co- concept. So basically, you just drive through and then they send you a ticket, essentially. Yeah. But we had um, the guy who was our toll booth guy was like, "Was that what where, what where we held up like an, an old Easy Pass and be like, can you take this? <laughs> yeah, you asked. You were like, do you take Easy Pass? And he was like, this guy. I have to explain this guy. This guy was. How do I say this nicely? He was... This was his perfect job. He probably wouldn't be suited for any other job in the entire world except for exactly what he was doing, and I'm very happy he was doing what he was doing. He had endless patience for us. Okay? 
definitely on the spectrum. Definitely, like, just the only option was us finding money in our vehicle and giving it to him. The proper amount. And he just kind of, like, he was a machine. He just, every single thing he answered, and he was, like, a little bit, um, I'm not going to say handicapped, but I just did. He might have been slightly handicapped some in some way, shape, or form. But he was great. And we did eventually get all of our... We got all the money eventually. A bunch of change, probably, right? Yeah, you were, like, sifting through your pants. Sifting through my pants? Yeah, or maybe I was. We had... You were sifting through my pants? <laughs> <laughs> through pants pockets. We had, like, change in pants pockets that we were paying the six fucking dollar I, I fifty. I feel like the first thing I would have done would be dig into my cup holder looking for old grubby change. The other thing that was amazing about that is we had we had used all of our money earlier that day because someone wanted to drive through a tree. Yeah, guess what? That tree's not that there anymore. It fell down this year. What? So you're fucking glad we did that now, aren't you? Wait, wait, wait. The the fake one fell down? What? No, the real tree. No, we didn't go through the real tree. We went, we went through a fake one. Okay. I don't remember that. <laughs> we missed the real one. Wait, how much did driving through a fake tree cost us? Like $6. Oh. Well, I think to get across the Golden Gate Bridge, it's like 14 or something. Well, now I'm sure. It was $6 then. Hold on, I gotta check on, on Leda. I think she's killing an animal. Okay. That's fine. Hey. Seems normal. Oh my god, I'm just looking at the pictures now of the hats and the radios from that house. Also, I can see his search terms, which is just Swedish chef Netflix documentary. Alright, sorry about that. Kyle, you just googled Swedish chef Netflix documentary. You, you were looking for the Muppet characters Netflix documentary. Wait, how do you know that I googled that? Oh, because you, the pictures you sent me I the sent. Picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's the first thing that came up was Magnus Nielsen. <laughs> All right, fine. I was hoping that it would be the Swedish Chef, and that's what the Chef's table was on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if Sesame Street. Oh my God! Why don't we do that? I know that's what I'm saying. If Sesame Street hasn't done that yet, that's that's gold that's money in the oh, bank right there god that's better than drunk history gold you do like a really good like well-produced documentary with the swedish chef <laughs> god that's amazing what a good idea yeah well hopefully jim henson's children are listening you think jim henson's children listen to podcasts well i mean what else do they do <sighs> Doesn't one of them do the voice of Kermit and stuff? Yeah, but I mean, he's got to listen to something at some point, right? Right. I guess. So why not this? I mean, I don't know. Definitely. 
I don't see why. I think I figure like everyone should listen to this. Um, I love how I half introduced this by saying that I was writing down things to ask you and not text you during the week, and I think I've gotten through one thing. What else Um, else you got? I was going to ask you about all those pictures you texted me with all the old fucking Volkswagens. Like, what the hell is that? What part of L.A. has, like, like three super fucking old, really nice Volkswagens all right next to each other? That's. I, I think they're all owned by the same guy. He lives a street away from me. Really? Yeah, and there's also two Vanigans and a Volkswagen, uh, like a like a rabbit truck too. Really, a rabbit a rabbit pickup, huh? Yeah. You should buy that. I, I've been looking at them, but that 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 uh that Toyota diesel truck that I I sent you yeah. a while ago dropped its price like twelve hundred bucks too. What is it at now? Like. It's like six six sixty five hundred or something like that uh go offer him six six grand flat and take and drive that thing away that's that's gold for six it's a really nice truck I, I just i'm not ready to jump into another car yet i don't remember what it is what is it it's just like a toyota helux from 87 i think okay so it's a is it a is it a it's a hilux but it's not it's like a um I thought it was. According, I thought it was a. Is it a forerunner? According to the car guy at work, he's. It's a. It's a Hilux. Huh. Like that's the truck. Is that just R two in the background? Yeah, she's barking at something. <laughs> got so much nature. Oh god! Because of all the rain, right? Oh my god! There's yeah. The clovers are like above latest height. Dude, um. One of our... Do you remember Gavin? I remember his name. Biking Francois. Is that where Francois lived for a while? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Gavin posted a picture of that cistern thing that's in, like, Northern California, maybe? The dam? Yeah, the dam with the big cistern thing in the middle. Hmm. The spirally fucking shoot. What the hell's that called? What? It looks like a anyway. It's the overflow for the dam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, he took a picture of that like in October, uh-huh. and it's like ridiculous. The difference is ridiculous. Like you can see the entire thing. It just looks looks like a big ceramic pot on a pile of dirt. Okay. So that's my whole, that's my whole story. Anyway, he he posted a picture to Instagram. I just thought it was crazy because it, it looks different now that it's rained actually, and there's overflow now. Yeah. Oh, it looks. Yeah. It not not only does it look different, it looks it's stupid different. Right. But well, and it's, then it's but rained, the whole it's rained more in the past two months than it has in the past like four years here. So. Yeah. I'll I'll take a screenshot and send it to you. The um. The thing that the thing that's most crazy about that picture to me is the vegetation in the background going from like looks like desert to like looks like looks like fucking uh, Ireland. Oh yeah, you rolling know what I mean? hills, like, rolling green hills. It just looks so. It's like so fucking green in comparison. 
it's it's fucking absurd but it does it looks like it looks like fucking i like lush green beautiful ireland as opposed to like some big cauldron but anyway it's called lake berryessa is that how you say that Are you hearing me? Yeah. Is it? How do you say that? Berryessa? I don't know what. I've never seen. I, I would. I would assume it's Berryessa because that's how it's spelled. I mean, I don't know. I didn't know if that was like some sort of local thing you knew about. It's in Napa, so I've, I don't think I've ever been there. Ah, Napa. Hashtag Napa Valley. Um. Oh. Oh, God, yes! This is what I wanted to tell you. Okay, ready? Yeah. So, my dad was in a band in the 80s. Dionysus. Dionysus. Yeah, Dionysus. Before (laughs) Dionysus, they were were a band in, in Stony Brook, on Long Island, in the 80s. While they all went to fucking grad school and shit. My dad played guitar and sang. My uncle was the bassist. Before my uncle was the bassist in this band. Are you just trying to get him to stop barking? Yeah. Sorry. Her? You can keep talking. I'll be back. All right. I'm not going to keep talking because I wanted to hear this story. Sorry about that. No, you're good. I, uh... I um I figured I would tell I would I want you to hear this whole story so I didn't talk at all. Um this is cuz I I find this fucking ridiculous. Anyway, so my dad had this band and my uncle was the bassist. Hutch. Bef- uncle Hutch. Uncle Hutch, yep. Before my uncle was the bassist. Okay. They had a different bassist. And his name is Dale Fine. F-I-N-E. Okay. So, on Instagram, I hashtagged Dale Fine. Because, in this photo that my dad sent me of him and Dale, because I thought it was funny. My dad's like, my dad like sends me this photograph of him and my dad does this thing where he'll set, he'll show me something and he'll introduce it the exact same way. You know, like he introduces it the same exact way as he did prior. So I already know what he's going to say. Even if he's texting it to me, I know the words almost verbatim that are going to come out of his mouth because he said it to me before and he's my dad. So we kind of think the same anyway. So... My dad goes, hey, look, this is me and Dale Fine. And I was like, okay, it's you and Dale Fine. It's a fucking great photograph of just, like, my dad in his Porsche Carrera sunglasses just, like, killing it in 1984. And so, anyway, Dale Fine was the bassist. Should, wait, should I know who Dale Fine is? No, you okay. should not know okay. who Dale Fine is. But I'm going to send you the photo of Dale Fine right now. All right. So... It's this, like, you know, he's this taller guy. 
He's got like the the 80s like um the spiky he's wearing bra- he's wearing a sleeveless sweatshirt that yes. looks like it's cropped at the waist. Yes. And a studded cuff. Thank you. Studded studded cuffed. I was going to say the the spiky bracelet. And your dad has a pretty legit dry jerry curl. A yes. thick bushy mustache and yes. sunglasses. Porsche Carrera sunglasses, I yes. I feel like Dale Fine is leaning on a picnic table that has a pile of cocaine on it from this picture. <laughs> I don't know what he's leaning on. It looks like he's leaning on another person and they're right. cut out of the photograph. My dad is also wearing a sweatshirt underneath with the sleeves pushed up with a vest over it and then underneath all of it his collar from his button-down shirt is coming out of all of that it looks like dale and your dad are both wearing sleeveless like grace like tunic sweatshirts or something your dad your dad just has like a rugby shirt on underneath it anyway i i i don't understand anyway it's it's fantastic um and then my dad has the bullhorn belt buckle that's what the, I thought. That was a drawstring. I thought he was wearing like sweatpants or something. No, you see the, bu- the yeah, belt it's buckle a steer. is yeah, yeah. He still. I'm pretty sure he still has that. I think so. I think Dale Fine is wearing like early Zumba pants or whatever they were. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, so I because I don't check like all of this shit or whatever. I get a, an Instagram message. From someone named Dale Fine. And I didn't think really too hard about it. Um, And I look at it, and I look at his profile, and it just says, um, Dale. Right? And all his pictures are just of food. He's just a foodie. So, like, everything. Isn't that what Instagram's about? Isn't it just pictures of people's food and shit? Yeah, I mean, I think I, I don't know. Anyway, um, I won't get too like too deep into this, but this is the message that Dale sent me on, which is I find this a little weird. On my uncle's birthday, he sent me this, right? Because my uncle was the bassist that replaced him. Uncle anyway. Hutch. Yes, Uncle Hutch. I said so. He says to me, I hashtagged my name and found a photo you posted. I'm the bass player in that photo, which I guess was taken 33 years ago. Wow. I don't remember this photo and remember very little about this time period in my life. I did Because play of the, the ba- picnic table full of cocaine I was leaning on. Right. I did play the bass for a very brief time, but that was decades ago. Just out of curiosity. Who are you? So, there's a lot of things going on here. I find this incredible because... Oh my god! Because he's that old and he's on Instagram, looking right. for looking for himself on hashtags. Yeah, I mean, like I, who, I don't know who, <laughs> why, why, why would he? I s- it's a really good question. Hashtag Dale Fine, D A L E F I N E. That should be the one that that gives prizes. Anyway, hashtag everything is Dale Fine. Everything is Dale Fine. So. There are so many things to to talk about here, but namely, yes, 
Why is he looking up his own name as a hashtag? Um, he's got a pretty unique name. I can't imagine there are too many Dale Fines in the United I States. I bet there's a half dozen of them. Easy. No, no, I'd say no. There are. I'd go with. I'd go with five. That's close to a half dozen. Oh, you said a half dozen. My yeah. bad. <laughs> That's. All right, fine. Let's say that's a half dozen. Sorry, I was—I guess I wasn't listening. I was just thinking about the possibility. I'm Dr. Of- Gary Dale Fine from Tofahina, Oklahoma. Gary Dale doesn't count. Also, who's named Gary Dale? Dale horror- Fine, age 47, Clareton, Pennsylvania. That's not oh, The White him. Pages has 84 matches for Dale Fine. That's too many. Scottsdale, Arizona, Clareton, Pennsylvania, East Greenwich, Rhode Island, Kodak, Tennessee. Long- Rhode Island is this guy. Is it really? Yeah. Marco Son. Island, Florida, Iowa, anyway, Minnesota, Stop. Cicero, Stop. Mount you, Washington. To- Cicero, Island, New York? Cicero, New York. No shit. Ravenna, Aaron. Ohio. Oh wait, now that was Dale Fan. <laughs> like Dale Fan doesn't count. No, that Dale Fan doesn't count. So anyway, the best part is I'm pretty sure I hashtag in the photo hashtag my dad. Oh, he thinks he thinks he's your father because he doesn't remember. I, I thought I made it quite. He thinks explicit. you're trying. Oh, can you point it out so you can like have a meeting with him and be like, Dad. <laughs> oh, my I God. played the bass because you were the bassist. I wrote so it's so explicit. It it I wrote my hashtag dad in nineteen eighty four with then DYDX band bassist Dale Fine, and then I wrote my dad's name and a bunch of other fucking hashtags, because like I want people to like the photo and it only got eleven likes. <laughs> but like, think about. God, I th- I couldn't be more explicit with that. And then he's like, "Just curious, who are you?" I'm like, I literally wrote that this is my father. You're well, standing with my father. What do we know about Dale? He searched for himself on Instagram. Once th- those hits came up, do you think he read anything more on that message, or he just saw, "Oh, my name is here." Spoiler alert: This is the only hashtag Dale Fine. Um, result. Right. I, I I would assume so, unless it was for Dale Fan. All right. Well, you want to find out how many results show up for Dale Fan? I mean, sh- I sure. <laughs> <sighs> I. So how did it end? I don't know. We talked a little bit. It's the rest is not interesting. Dale Fan, 163 posts. How did you spell it? F-A-N. No, P-H-N. He's Vietnamese. Shut up. I'm assuming it's Fan with a P-H. P-H-A-N? Yeah. Nothing. Dale Phantom. (laughs) Phantom Dale. Dale Phantom. Two posts. One is... I don't even want to go to that one. One is a BMW, like, 
fucking steering wheel or something with some guy holding pens between his fingers. Pens? Pens. Like he's trying uh, to be Wolverine or something? Oh, wait, they might be the e-cigarettes. Why would he... How many is he holding? Two. That's weird. I think one says blow pie on it. Well, I know I've, <laughs> I've mentioned this with like to you and Bill before. Why hasn't anyone taken advantage of the the vape scene and made apparatus that doesn't make you look like a douchebag? Like, if someone were to do, like, really just well-worked, handcrafted, old-school pipes, but have them be vapes, and have, like, the cool light happen, but have it look like a legit, like, uh, Sherlock pipe or corncob pipe, I feel like that could make a total resurgence for people, and... All I see is people walking around holding what looks like 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 remote controls for fancy TVs and shit and sucking on it. I mean, I get all of what you're saying. I don't you would have to go you would have to go like all or nothing with it. You'd have to actually like focus your entire efforts on doing something like that have a real business promote it yada 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 and then you would probably have something huge i'd say but yeah if you had like a a sherlock pipe that was just a vape i mean you're right i mean for you know three thousand years people have been using the same form to smoke things out of and all of a sudden they start vaping and, and everything has to look like a breathalyzer or a fucking robot dick or whatever it's ridiculous. So what is the um how much does a how much does a vape pen cost? I don't know. I mean, I think wow. vaping is stupid. <laughs> I think it's, okay. I, I think it's All a right. ridiculous thing that people are like, "Oh, well, it's not smoking, so it's perfectly fine for me." I mean, and the, and I, the, and the, and the people that like think they can do it inside and at work and shit piss me off to no end. I I want to throttle them. They do it with the people who do it inside? Yeah, they do it inside because it's not smoke, it's water vapor. So there's, like, no rules on it or anything like that. Right. Really bothers me. Well, that's because you don't smoke, so these people want to just get away. They want to feel like they're getting away with something. I would totally take their money if I ran a pipe vape uh, company. But, I mean... I need like a wood shop for that and everything and a lathe. You're just gonna make bespoke, oh my God. handmade. How awesome would that be? That's what you're gonna do. You get like one fancy person to like use it in like a print ad or something like that, or get caught using it at the Oscars, and then everyone wants to buy it because it was on Instagram and shit. And then I can like sell out. I would love to just sell out my my artisanal vape pipe handcrafted hand-turned uh apparatus store because that would look legitly cool if you had a sweet hand-turned pipe right and then you Mm -hmm. had like the cool lighting options and shit that that these these vape pens have you heard it here first the first person to hear this is gonna run away with that idea and you're gonna we've already given up swedish chef's table yeah, Swedish Chef's Table is that's huge. That's huge. That that goes that everyone would love that. Yeah, but you have to, you know, you would have to either underground and do that on like YouTube or something, or you would have to be the people who own the rights to the Muppets. So like Disney. 
Shut up. The Disney, Disney? Disney bought the Muppets, uh, I don't know, 10 or 15 years ago. Holy shit. Yeah, they, they own everything. Like, what's everything? Everything that would have been equated to someone's childhood of our generation is owned by Disney. How about Doug? Uh, yeah, Doug went to... The, it left Nickelodeon and started airing on ABC, which is owned by Disney. How about Hey Arnold? I think that's still Nickelodeon. All right, well, I like Hey Arnold. But they bought Marvel, they bought Star Wars, they bought Pixar, they bought uh, uh, the Muppets, as I stated. They own Pixar? Yeah. Wow. Since when? Uh, I think right after Up. Wow. I saw that one. Nice. Good work. (laughs) That's the Balloons? That's the balloons. Yeah, I saw that one. And Ed Asner. Okay. Is that the actor? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Good deal. Um, all right. Do you want to call that... Uh, we'll call that break one? Yeah, we can break there. I think it's going to be a kind of shorter episode because we did so much random talking at the beginning you might have to splice this into a different episode just because uh or do you do you want to do the thing that curtis says and then just cut it short who's curtis (laughs) curtis is like i feel like i feel like i'm missing something when you do the music and i'm not and i'm hearing you in the background i'm trying to listen to you i like the play out it makes people think they're missing something i love i just love the the comments that we've gotten from random people and you don't know any of them you're like I don't know who that is I don't know who any of these people are but I'm glad they're listening yeah how could you how could you not be glad I'm glad I'm glad for anyone who's listening I'm glad Bill's mom's mom what are the what are the places uh, what are the random places that we have listening oh my god well so I can't like figure out where but like it's activity monitor on Squarespace, it gives IP addresses, and then I just yeah. plugging that to different like, finders. And we have California, we have Cupertino, we have uh, Missouri. Missouri! And, uh, was it Virginia, I think we had, or West Virginia, or whatever? We had a bunch of Albany, a bunch of Vermont. bunch of Vermont, huh? All, yeah, all would... different places in Vermont. I would expect... New York and stuff like that. Well, yeah, because I, I mean, I'm, I'm the one shooting my ass off about it. Everyone, I live in Vermont, so everyone who follows me, you know, in the past fucking three, four years or whatever, are all Vermont. Um, yeah, I mean, I had imagined a bunch of New York because our entire lives stem from. Oh, we had some Pennsylvania. Right? That's me.